It is night in the city of Ballentrop, at the famed estate of the Countess Minuet Largo, known as The Garden. The entire manor is abuzz with excitement. This, plan this party has been planned for weeks on end now, because even though it is not stated outright, everyone knows what this is about. This is about the Countess trying to, once and for all, find her true match. Amongst all the preparations, standing at the side gate, well really on the inside of the side gate, are three figures who would not probably typically be the type of people who would be conspiring together usually. One is a man clad in very formal looking armor. Um, I guess the best way for me to describe it is metal chest plate and helmet, but the rest is um, cloth. I'm trying to, I feel like there's a name for that. <laughs> like like the conquistador look, I guess. I don't know. You're the history guy, not me. Yeah, and there's an image in my head of, of that, that particular armored guy holding like a, a halberd, and I don't know where I'm getting that image from, but whatever. Like a yeoman? Uh, no, I don't think that's it. Anyway, also, there's a nine-year-old street urchin and a man quite tall, made even taller by his hat and cloak, Percival Q. Stalward. The plan is simple. Well, that's actually not simple, but... This is the opening of the plan. <laughs> I've never made a simple plan in my life. The man in the armor, of course, is Bertie Shells, the uh, captain of the exterior guard. He's pacing back and forth, extremely nervous about what about what he's about to do. Uh, I, I, you know, I, uh, 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 now that I'm not so painfully drunk, this is starting to feel like a bad idea. Don't be ridiculous, man. There's never a bad idea when it involves love. I mean, what will happen if she turns me down? I'll, that's it for me. I'll, I don't even know what I'll do. The only thing I've ever been good at is guarding. My dear sir, not... you must stop guarding your heart and start pursuing others. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to keep going around in the same track your whole life, right? Ah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, su I suppose I, uh, I guess I could always become a mercenary if this doesn't work out. Oh, the life of a mercenary. Why are you so focused on this failing? It's just, uh, that's just the tempo of my life, isn't it? You're the, things went, you're the captain things of the guard. Of the exterior guard. Because you're the most trustworthy. Uh, I sometimes think I'm just the most foolish, the most easily to manipulate. What? Why would they put the most easily manipulated man on the exterior guard? I suppose you have a good point there, friend. Yeah, besides, I spent a long time making these... Fireworks, so... <laughs> right, 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 the fireworks. Um, I suppose I should install them, uh, shouldn't I? Uh, uh, where, where do you suggest they go? Everywhere, my good oh, man. Uh, he here, I, I drew out a detailed schematic of the ideal placement so that the uh, fireworks display is of the utmost um, beauty. Right, right, um, hold on a minute. Uh, Birdie calls over a group of men, hands them the detailed plans and tells them to go get on with uh, dragging the fireworks or where they're supposed to be. Uh, you know, I I tried to write something down as to what I would say when the, when the fireworks went off. Um, would you like to hear it? Oh, yes, quite. Um, <clears throat> my my darling minuet, I I saw I am sorry for being so for. Oh, shoot. Don't start oh, with no. an apology. 
What? Don't start I, with I, an apology. But I am being rather a, a speaking above my station, man. I don't know if I can just do that without fortune favors the bold. Right, right. Well, you want to be a new man, up. don't you? One that doesn't believe all of his existence is a cycle of failures. Yes, yes, quite right. Then you can't act the same way you have been. Yes, yes, of course. In order to get something new, I must act as a new person. Oh, Mr. Cabbage, I don't know. Oh, wait, I didn't fall for that. Oh, Mr. Stalwart, <laughs> okay. I don't you know what I would... Cabbage. It's my nickname. <laughs> I don't know what my life would be like had I not met you on that fateful evening. Oh, I'm sure it would have been a lot more routine. However way this goes tonight, my life will be completely different. And you know what? You're right. I can't keep doing this. How could I continue to be her god if if she does find a man to marry? I, I could never bear it. This is truly for the best of all of you. Yes, yes, of course. All right. Uh, papers, papers, uh, forget the papers and, and proclamations. I'll just speak from the heart when the moment's right. Brilliant. Now, I don't want to upstage you, so I'll just be standing off to the side. Uh, of course. Um... Feel free to uh, sneak a bite to eat if you if you can. Oh, how generous. I believe we most certainly can. Ah, <laughs> oh, crumpet. Uh, yeah, Mr. Percy? Sometimes I have to ask myself if I really am this good or if everyone else is just that bad. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the heist phase. As previously mentioned, the rules of the heist phase are that we maintain the same steam smog pool as before, which is four steam, one smog. Womp womp. You previously gave me a seven-step plan, um, and uh, things will occur pretty much in the way that you, well, at least on your side, the way that you have put forward. Mm-hmm. So we'll go through this blow by blow, phase by phase, until um, you have to make a decision of some sort. Is there any last-minute things you want to do or um, in preparation? No. <clears throat> phase one. <laughs> Step one, phase one. Percy and Crumpet entering to give Birdie the fireworks along with the installation instructions. Completed. <laughs> Phase two. The bootcutters initiate their attack on the main gate from your position inside the uh, perimeter gate. Are you staying where you were by the side entrance or are you going to move closer toward the inside? Closer to the inside. So you make your way towards the main party of the, the main manor. It is, of course, spectacularly beautiful. Extra lanterns and lights have been placed all around to illuminate the garden to its maximum capacity to give this sort of magical fairyland look about it. Um, But you hear quite a bit of a ruckus at the front gate, um, mostly yelling at first, and then you hear the ring of bells, ding, 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 from the front. Um, Obviously some sort of indicator, like, we're being attacked up here. Um, There's a murmur amongst the guards like, whoa, are we really being attacked right now? Birdie Shells comes running out of the manor onto, like, the uh, the front stairs. It kind of, like, looks exasperated, uh, panicked, and then uh, draws his sword and starts yelling orders, rushing toward the front. And the camera pans, and all the guards that are running with him are running in the opposite direction of Percival and Crumpet slowly walking into the manor, or, like, towards the manor, at least. Yes! <laughs> uh, this... At this point, we are also rolling for their disguise. So do you want to do a group stealth check or deception check or whatever you want to do? Uh, let's see. Where's my deception? Oh, it's over here. Oh, definitely deception. Okay. Crumpet has no um, ranks in deception, so it's just a blue. What's their cunning? Three. Okay, cool. 
I'm the same. So that's gonna be two yellow, a green, and a blue. And what am I rolling against? Um, I think this is a this is an average task for them. So uh, two purple. Okay, two success and an advantage. All right, what is their disguise? Hmm, I imagine they just. Oh god, they're probably gonna be the help, aren't they? <laughs> that's the only way Crumpet could make it through. Okay. Yeah, probably. So they have a couple of um, servant-like tuxedos, I, so, I assume. Yeah. Crumpet looks like, you know, like a little hors d'oeuvres uh, boy. What is uh, Percy going for? Oh, he's going for like, um, yeah, he's definitely going to go for another like server waiter appearance. Okay. Yeah. So they step, you know, that there's that cool dramatic shot of them walking towards the front as the uh, troops are running past them. They duck around one of the large um, topiary cut bushes. Come out from the other side, uh, looking, you know, uh, like servants. They put on an affected, like, worried shuffle, heading towards the inside of the house. Like, oh no, I better go inside. There's a battle coming. Um, the you can hear, of course, the voices of the blackbirds in your head. You you made a mark with them um, mm -hmm. using Hoozer's ability. Percy, can you hear us? Yes, of course. We've made our way inside to the inside the manor, but. Uh, there's something, there's a whole group of people here that we weren't expecting. What kind of people? They seem to be performers. Must be for the, the whole party. What do they look like? Women dancers. There's a sign here, um, Les Belle Fleurs. <laughs> well, I can see that becoming problematic later. Not really a problem, we can get around them. Just gonna take us an extra minute. No problem at all. The bootcutters have already started. So, phase two. Bootcutters boot harass the partygoers at the front gate. The goal is to get the guards to chase them through the grounds and through the surrounding neighborhood. Percy and Crumpet blend in and disguise themselves. Complete! <laughs> phase three. Uh, the bootcutters and the guards are now battling. Normally, in your plan, this is where Birdie was going to do the grand proclamation, but he is now in the front vanguard. Um, I'm just going to do a generic roll right now. Um, two yellow and a green versus uh, two purple and a red just to see how the battle is going. Okay. Although, actually, um, would you prefer... Do you want the bootcutters to be positive or negative dice? Hmm. Aren't negative dice stronger, technically? Uh, I don't I don't know. Eh, make them positive. They're on my side. Okay, so it's going to be a yellow, two green, and then a blue because they are prepared for this against two red and a purple... A success and two advantage. Oh boy, the bootcutters are here and they are here to have fun. <laughs> uh, there's definitely fire involved now. Fire <laughs> has been lit somewhere. You see smoke. Um, not sure what's on fire over there, but it's not good. Well, I suppose now uh, is so, a good time as any, right? To do what? To detonate. Okay. Do you want to do the honors, Mr. Percy? Oh, no, Compit. This is your invention. You do the honors. All right, click. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Uh, they all detonate beautifully, and your intention was to have a big uh, hole, right, in the walls? Yeah. All right, so there are now three holes in the walls. Um, did you plan on bootcutters going through them? No, the intention was to draw the interior guards to the perimeter because now they need more help to guard the perimeter. Ah, okay, yeah. So you do hear the frantic ringing of more bells. Cling, 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 cling. Um, and you're standing, I assume, in the foyer now? Yeah. As you look around, there are um, a combination of servants and guests all looking very scared and huddled around. There are interior guards guarding the the um, 
the doors, you hear a murmuring like, where's the captain? Where's the captain? What do we do? Do we go reinforce? I'm going to run up oh, to them. We... Okay. What are you doing? My, my name is Cabbage and there's explosions outside. <laughs> Walls are toppling. <laughs> Save us. Yeah. Uh, you see like there's a, a panicked rich man next to me. Yes, yes. Listen to this man. Save us. Uh, right. Uh, you lads. Keep, uh, keep these people safe. You, 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 and you group over there. Let's go. Uh, so it thins out the interior guards as they rush out to go fight the invisible enemies that there are. So phase three, Percy, cue birdie shells to give the proclamation of love. Um, and uh, that got skipped. Phase four, blackbirds enter the grounds to recon to find the jars. Um, the blackbirds jumped in early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're making their way through. We are now in phase four. Percy, can you hear us? You don't have to ask that every time. Sorry, we're not used to being able to mentally tell, uh, mentally think to another person. Might be old standard, uh, standard fare for someone who's a master of the arcane arts. Oh, you believe me now, do you? There's so many shiny things here, <laughs> taking many things, this thing and that. Yeah, we're we're making a good haul here, but uh, can't seem to find your jar yet. Well, hurry up. We are, we are, we're making, we're moving deeper into the manor, all right? And don't be afraid to check the Countess's personal areas. Right, on our way. Hello, Crumbin, okay. should we start making our way up? Um, over to where, Mr. Percy? To the Countess's room. Oh, um, all right. You pass through the foyer into the ballroom, where more people are huddled around, scared, hiding in corners. Um, some people... Um, some of the guests have just taken to uh, okay well I'm just going to drink as much as possible <laughs> um, so no, people aren't generally paying you much mind but would you do a roll for me sure um, whatever you want stealth or deception I believe I'll keep the deception roll alright go ahead and do that it's going to be uh, two purple um, one blue one black okay one additional blue so two blues and deception is a social skill right um, is it yeah I guess so so I will take a strain to use proper upbringing during social check with polite company. Add strain to equal to ranks to e- add equal number of successes. So I'm adding one success to begin with. And I'm also invoking convincing deniability, which removes a setback from deception checks. Nice. So a roll is two yellow, blue, or sorry, two yellow, green, two blue versus two purple. One success, four advantages. <whistles> right, technically two success because auto one. Okay, so um, success is no one's going to pay any attention to you. What do you want to do with your advantages? Anything? Um, how about more of the guards have moved from the deep interior to like more of the outside, outer interior? Okay, so yeah, some of them are moving out in that direction. That's one advantage. Um, Let me drop... For ease, oh, go ahead. for ease of haste and flexibility, they left all the doors unlocked. Got it. They're, they are not currently barricading like every, every layer right now. Right, and like all the back doors and stuff were left unlocked because so many so many of the help were going to be going in and out that it didn't make sense for them to have to unlock it every single time. Correct. That's two. Anything else? Or I can drop you some breadcrumbs. Some breadcrumbs would be nice. Um, as you see the groups of guards moving out, there's actually a couple, there's actually one group of very large guards moving in. Mm. And you hear them muttering like, why are we going in? Captain himself, Captain herself asked us to come on. Come on. Double time, bloods. Oh. Um, and then the other little breadcrumb is as you're making your way through, you pass by a couple of uh, noble m- people and uh, you hear them speaking. They're like, I heard, 
I hear the Countess retreated with the Baron Cancel into the innermost chambers. Why? Why would he go there? With, why would she go there with the Baron? He's a very old man. Oh, I, I do believe they're related. Perhaps some. Perhaps there's some extra secure room. Well, if there is, they should be allowing all of us to go into it. Pardon me. I have an important message for the Countess. Can you direct me to where she was? To, to what the last you saw her? Oh, well, she was going that way, she points. Thank you very much. I say, the nerve of the help around here. Oh, quiet, Gladys. <laughs> we could be dying. <laughs> All right, so you follow the Gladys's point up up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, this concludes phases four, five, and six. <laughs> four was recon. Five was bombs go off. Six is was the question, do guards fortify the perimeter or withdraw? Mm-hmm. Percy, something's wrong. Go ahead. I think we located where the Countess is, but no one can able to get into the room. What do you mean no one can get into the room? Over here in her audience chamber, there's a lot of very big guards trying to smash the door in, and they can't. Interesting. There has to be more than one way in and out of that place. Oh, of course. I already found it. Oh, very big bird. Lots of swirly wind in here. Not sure it's safe. Uh, Magpie, can you direct me how you got there? That would be her. Yes, I know. Thank you, Huzu, god of obviousness. <laughs> well, as god of obviousness, I should, I should inform you that I could use the third eye to direct you to the people, uh, to people who bear our mark. Yes, but that doesn't, that tells me where he is, not how he got there. Shimmy high, shimmy high. Shimmy high. He means he went in through a, there's a gap in the top level. Probably through the rafters. Oh, that's quite doable. Right. We'll be right behind him. Oh, do we got her? He always squeezes through the small spaces and I can't fit with my broad, muscular so- shoulders. Crumpet. <laughs> uh. What's, Ascension what's going on, Miss... Uh, right, Mr. Percy, but what's going on? I, this is not part of the plan. Plans change, Crumpet. You know this. Sep, We've never Sep had Sep 7 is, we meet up with the Blackbirds and we scarper. <laughs> that's, plus, that's part 7. Crumpet, we've never had a plan go according to the way we devised it. Why start now? Uh, oh, very well. You guys use the ascension gun to get up into, I don't know, I guess some vents. Look, look guys, don't overthink it, all right? You're like, but it's a modern steam castle. Steam vents. But it's an ancient castle. There's steam vents because there's... Steampunk. Oh yeah, there you go. Perfect. So yeah, you guys are in the, the steam vents and you're looking through um down at the down at the scene. So you it is the audience chamber for uh the countess. Mm-hmm. There's a throne, there's you know, a dais and you know, pillars, big long processional type, you know, carpet, that kind of whole deal. Mm-hmm. Um you do just see the huge figure orange light figure of the crane um ariella the crane goddess of beauty art wind and prophecy swirling with immense power down there you see the canopic jar on a table next to the throne you see the countess sitting in the throne uh you the throne the countess and the canopic jar completely surrounded by this orange energy wind uh the goddess is obviously at you know full summoned power there's also an old man being held like in the clutches of looks like a, a feathery hand up high in, this, uh, in the air. It's too late. She is trying to become one of the bonded now. 
would not be simply as easy as taking her jar. Oh, to be quite honest, Huzu, I never thought it would be that easy. <laughs> Does that mean we get to fight her? I've always wanted to fight Ariella. Yes, my old chum. Yes, indeed. It does appear that we will be fighting Ariella. Oh, can I just wait here, Mr. Percy? And rob Jahal of his joy? Of course not. Besides, sitting here and watching is what we're going to do. Yes. You don't want to be like Magpie, do you? No, that's, that's true. But uh, give, us a, give us a signal if you need something. Right, Percy? Oh, yes. Quite right, Raven. Um, okay, so well, we could just jump down and, and go down there now. I believe, ideally, we should try to swipe the jaw regardless. <laughs> we could try, but it looks like her power is surrounding it. I doubt any of your trickery will work. Well, where's your power surrounding all of, all of everything I want to protect? It does protect you when we are battling the powers of the other bonded. <laughs> also, I told you I can grab things and knock them around, but everyone will see me. Fine. Grab the canopic jaw. I won't be able to just simply grab it. Our powers will interconnect and touch. We'll have to blast through it. Fair enough. Then blast through we shall. Well, Sir Hall will. I remember the type matchups. <laughs> <laughs> Crumpet opens the steam valve and slides himself out. Thunk, lands there. The uh, crane goddess looks at him. Uh, that's too high. Hold on. <laughs> who, who dares enter the domain of I, Ariella the Beautiful? Oh, calm down, Ariella. And Percival comes out after Crumpet. <laughs> and who might you be, con man? Well, it seems you know who I am already. Of course, I am also the goddess of prophecy. Did you really think I did not foresee this moment? Yes, I do. Because it seems like you just scarpered into a small room to hide out while everything else was going down. Not a very good use of your talents, if you ask me. Silence, fool. You know nothing of what you have, of what you have stumbled into. Oh, I know quite a bit more than you imagine. Countess! This is a good opportunity for you to forfeit the canopic jaw and we'll move on with our lives. What say you? Interestingly, she says nothing. She just sort of stares blankly at you. Oh, you do something to her mind. Stand aside. This has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with me and my friends. And you, you too, Huzu Jahar, stay out of this. <laughs> There's no way we'll be staying out of this. You know I've wanted to do this for a long time, Ariella. Nothing personal, of course. Just wanted to see how strong is your prophetic vision? Can it predict death? Can it avoid death? So be it. Prepare to die, fools. Roll initiative. Okay, we were obviously ready for this, so I'm gonna roll cool. Okay. <laughs> three success, three advantage. Okay, it's cool. Cool is cunning or will Presence. Presence. All right. Crumpet also gonna roll cool. One yellow, one green. Ho ho! Crumpet! <laughs> nice. Success and a triumph. Alright. So, um, what shall we do with this triumph? Can we upgrade his next attack? Sure. I think it's probably the best use. Is there anything else we do is would be kind of just brief. Okay. So it'll be you, you, and then the enemy. Uh, let let uh, Crumpet and Jarhal go first. Um, 
Come forth to hell! <laughs> I hate this part! Um, okay, so Jaharl leaps forward like in his jackal form, mouth bleeding fire everywhere as he goes to bite. So let's see, that'll be a melee attack. So it is a yellow and a green normally, but it's too yellow because of the triumph upgrade. And it is against two red. Uh, three failures, three advantages. Jeez. So uh, yeah, he's like leaping. Mouthful of fire as he bites, but the, the crane is very swift, obviously, and just moves its its uh, form around to avoid every attack. Is that what you came to do? Gnash at me like a dog. All right, uh, your turn. Okay, ranged attack. Flipping a destiny point to upgrade. Two yellow, green, blue for group, blue for aim. And what's the difficulty? Oh, I forgot to do blue for group. What? I forgot to do blue for group. Let me throw a blue. Uh, it would have been two failures. Oh no, that yeah, it would two failures instead of three failures. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm sorry. What were you asking? Difficulty. Uh, two red. Okay, two yellow, green, two blue versus two red. Oh wait, are we in short range? I guess it's just it's just a red and a purple. Okay. Three success and a threat. Nice. The uh, shadow dart. Feathers lash out and blast away its initial aura of protection, the soak shield. Mm -hmm. And so that's down for the next turn and does a little bit of damage. Today, perhaps we find out which is the superior bird of prey. <laughs> you will find at the end of this that you will pray to me. Are they going to do that the whole time? Oh, yes, I imagine so, Crumpet. It's a very important <laughs> part of the deity hierarchical society. All right, so the first thing she's going to do is you see uh, her orange eyes flash. Uh, this is her talent precognition, which uh, she spends her maneuver to add a black to all incoming attacks as she's you know reading the future. Mm -hmm. uh, and then she's just going to go for a uh, physical uh, melee attack against um, Jaharl. Uh, so that's going to be two yellow Oops. Uh, against two purple. One success. Uh, so that's, um, yeah, so Crumpet gets hit Well, Jaharl leaps in front of the blow, but you can see that the impact is, affects both of them by the long beak of this giant uh, floating orange crane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, back at the top of the order. So is everything still surrounded by the energy swirl energy? Uh, yes, yeah, so the just not sweep the crane anymore. Right, so the crane, the crane's energy is is down, so it will take extra damage. Um, the throne, the countess, the canopic jar are surrounded by the protective barrier. Okay, so they're not uh, all connected. And then the, they can make individual the, pockets of shields. Yeah, think of it. I guess think of it sort of like a genie situation. So like the crane is sort of floating out of the bottom. Like there's a bottom barrier of rotating dome energy, right, which is protecting everything and then there's sort of like a trail of energy up and then that energy turns into the crane mm. and then but there's also a floating hand feather a feathery hand holding the baron um in the middle of the air you also still hear uh pounding on the door behind you uh, that's an interesting idea okay i'll play ball let's go ahead and open up the door <laughs> uh using huzu or well is it magically sealed or what um, I mean, you don't know, but it, it was, the, for some reason, all those burly guards couldn't open it. 
Yeah, but it could also just been a pull door. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, for dramatic effect, the uh, Hooser just goes over and smashes it. <laughs> uh, the door opens. Uh, guards rush in. Help! So, help! That giant evil spirit is consuming us all! <laughs> so they draw their swords. Uh, they're, they're, so there's the big burly guys who look terrified. You also see a uh, severe woman with uh, blonde hair with gray streaks. Captain of the Interior. Uh, yes, Captain of the Interior, Agrius River. Um, and then uh, next, sir. Uh, oops, wait, hold on. I have it written down here. <laughs> uh, next to uh, Agria Rivers is uh, Fiona Porter, nobility reporter. Oh, Lord. Miss <laughs> Porter, now's not the time for a scoop. I'm here for my friend. What, what is, what's happening to her? I'm here to stop it. Uh, Agri Rivers looks around. I'm not sure I trust you, but what do you need us to do? We need to kill that thing or get to the jaw. Right. But breaking and the jaw won't do anything, basically. Uh, she she goes, she she makes a motion and uh, her and all the men rush toward the <laughs> dome energy. <laughs> ah! And they all swing their swords at it. And then it's like, boom, and it throws all of them back against the wall. Whoops. Your puny mortal weapons have no abilities against the divine wind of Ariella. Fine, but maybe Jahal's will. <laughs> he blows a bunch of fire. <laughs> okay, so that's going to be yellow, green, blue. Blue for aiming. Blue for aiming against two red and a black. Anything else? Nah. Uh-oh. The <laughs> <laughs> spare four advantages. Jaharl's fire impacts the, or is launched at the crane, uh, who spins it around in a whirlwind of her own and redirects it at the uh, men. So all the other soldiers are like on fire, like rolling around right. like, ah, ah, oh no, oh no, oh no, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Not you. A little bit him. I mean, if he had a stronger will. Yes, yeah, but we're trying to encourage the boy. Right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, four advantages, though. Um, I will say one advantage is that nobody's going to die right now. Sweet. Uh, uh, blues? Yeah. Three. Or would you like um, any change in the environment or get any additional information? Well, no one can do anything because everything's energy. All all of the points of interest are covered in energy. So no, okay. no extra characters can do anything. So let me give you this. Uh, let's do this. So it'll be... The next person get what can is you, so it'll be two blues, right? Mm -hmm. And I will take the third one, and I will say this: um, it may be worth using perception on something in this room. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and. But but it is Ariella's turn. Oh. Okay, and uh, she's going to stab at you. That's fine. with her giant beakity beak. So it's two yellow, two purple. Uh, failure, but a triumph. <laughs> I mean, so failure is a failure. So All right, so you're, no damage. Uh, let's see, what would be triumphant for Ariella? This is a hard question to ask. Hmm. Okay, I know. So she uh, thrusts, you know, her large beak at you several times. Huzu's wings appear on your back uh -huh. and uh, manage to flutter you around in, in rapid dodges. In her vehement stabbing, she hits the steam pipe. And the blackbirds come tumbling out of it. <laughs> Ow! 
You're not fighters. We're not supposed to be down here. Then I suggest you find a way back up very quickly. Keep it steady. Why, oh, you still got that harpoon gun? <laughs> Sorry, we used it earlier. Yeah, we already used the ascension gun. Where's yours? Right, you um, have the giant harpoon thing. Now, Ariella has a, 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 a third talent unused so far, and that's called uh, Go Twice. So three times per battle, she gets to go twice, so she's going to do that now. Dang. And uh, use it to stab at the uh, crumpet. So two success, two threat. So more damage to old crumpster there. I believe two threats can give me another blue. Sure, if you want it. Yeah. Okay, so what happens is uh, it it stabs forward really hard. Um, Jaharl appears, manages to bite the beak, although it doesn't do much because Jaharl is not large enough to hurt her, but it's it's pausing her in a uh, like a dangerous position, giving you a slight advantage on the next attack. Or next action, I guess. All right, so it's uh, top of the order. Uh, is third eye a maneuver or an action? I forget. Because you didn't write it down on it. I didn't? It says spend one point or roll a triumph during a perception check. Um, a maneuver. Okay, I'll go ahead and use the third eye. Um, okay, what are you looking at? Everything? Uh, yeah, I wanted mostly to focus on the Baron on the ceiling, though. Bingo. Uh, the, the Baron himself is not really showing up, but there's something in his hand that's growing, glowing very brightly. He's clutching onto it, like, very drastically. Uzu, we need what's in his hand. I suppose we should shoot him down first? Yes, I suppose we could do that. Although his body's not entirely covered. He's being held, uh, like an action figure or a doll. I don't suppose you can fly us up. <laughs> I could try, although, are you sure you don't want to, you want to use, uh, your Blackbird friends? Oh, yes. You lot. Go retrieve what's in his hand. Right, Blackbirds, fly! Uh, so what happens is, uh, Magpie runs as fast as he can towards Crow. <laughs> Crow grabs him, um, like rolls, oh no, here's what happens. He runs as fast as he can towards Raven. Raven does that thing where she rolls onto her back and catches him on her feet. Mm -hmm. kicks him upward towards Crow. Crow just grabs him and, like, throws all of his, like, physical strength into it to add, add the extra power. Right. And so Magpie goes, <laughs> and uh, I guess we'll roll for this real quick. Uh, I'll give you the roll. It is uh, two yellow, two green against, uh, I would say, two purple. Two success, three advantage. Swipe, three advantage. Magpie lands very gracefully on the other end. He kind of rolls. Roll, roll, roll. A vial! It's a vial of liquid! Okay. I'm guessing it's likely something she has to drink. Likely something who has to drink, Mr. Percy? The Countess. But why? why? Why would she need to drink it? I don't quite know. <laughs> but I can't imagine what else we'd have to do with this. I mean, why else would Ariel separate him from her in such a dramatic fashion? Um, all right, good plan. So, do we, are we going to try to make a drink it? Oh, yes, quite. But first, we have to get rid of the shield. Um, Mr. Percy, she's just sort of staring there. Um, I don't know if she's going to drink it. The same way you feed a goose. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just, uh, I just had an idea. That's all, Mr. Percy, if, if you don't mind. Uh, what is it, Crumbit? Well, we, we could put it into some sort of, like, a projectile injection thing. You want to inject the poor woman. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so 
It's up to you. That's just that that was just something that I thought of off the top of my head. He could use inventor if he wanted to to build that thing real quick. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Let's use all the tricks. All right. So uh, blue per rank of inventor. This is a technically a contraption check, even though it's not really. So it's a three purple check and a two yellow and a green and a blue. Uh, here we go. Heck yeah. What happened? I don't know. You, you rolled on. twice. The first one was three success, a threat and a triumph. Beautiful. Okay. So uh, he runs around the room gathering up pieces of the broken steam uh, pipe. <laughs> And then uh, rushes over to Magpie. I, uh, I need some springs. You have some springs? Yes, many. <laughs> oh, um, how about uh, how about a long tube? You know, like um, two centimeter. Here you go. Clung, clung, clung. <laughs> um, it's all just gonna come from Magpie. <laughs> right. Um, you trigger. Oh, got one of those right here. Clung, clung, clung. I have three. <laughs> oh, I'm actually having a strange little bird that picks up. Metal, uh, shiny things seems to be working out, Mr. Percy. Fine, we'll talk about it later, whether or not we let him tag along. If we coat the dart with our energy, we should be able to pierce that barrier. But whose energy shall we use? I believe Jahal's only move this turn. So it'll have to be us. Here you go, Mr. Percy. Toss. Catch. Besides, I have so many blues saved. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, you're aiming at the Countess. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a red and a purple. Okay. Yellow, two green. I believe five blues if I got all my counting correct. So one mm-hmm. for me, one for the double threat they, the enemies rolled. Um, and then toss on uh, a black for precognition and then a black for some of these threats that I don't think I ever used. Okay. So anything else? Uh, nope. I'm a social character. Uh, two, two advantages. The dart bounces off of a thing. Um, a combat character. <laughs> uh, Raven catches it. No worries. Got it right here. Good catch. All right. Uh, what are you doing? How dare you try to strike my, my lady? And yet you didn't think I foresaw this. That is why I created an impenetrable defense. Nothing's impenetrable. No, certainly not your skull. And so uh, she tries to peck your head again. Okay. Two yellow, two purple, two purple. Anything else? I don't have anything else. Uh, two successes, one threat. So it is six damage coming at you. Okay. Uh, Fiona Porter is just yelling. There has to be something we can do. I I can't leave. We just have to stand here. Steady, men. Steady, reporter. There's nothing else we can do right now. This is a, a battle of the gods or something. I'll get it. Don't worry. Just need another tar- try. All right. So it's top of the order. Uh, I'm going to try the dart again because I feel it won't end the problem. So I'd rather have Drahal prepped to attack the burb. Okay. So again, uh, red and a purple. Flip a point and then one black for precog. Or is it, does that ever expire? Uh, that, I think that's expired now. Okay. So I'm flipping a point to upgrade. So two yellow, a green, one blue for being me, and then one blue for aim versus a purple and a red. Uh, six successes and two threats. Woohoo! All right, uh, two threats. The uh, big strain. Okay. 
This time, Huzu coats it with uh, like dozens of feathers. It looks like a spiral of feathers. And they all burn away under the intense wind shield. Except for one that barely holds on and lets the dart get through. It goes, hits the countess in the throat. She sort of convulses for a minute. And you can see like the, the grip on the Baron slips and uh, places him on the ground. No, no, what are you doing? How, uh, why? Why would you do that? I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sort of an act first, think about it later, what's the situation? But you have to admit, Ariella, it sure does make for a good show. <laughs> okay. No, no, I don't want to return into there. I, I can't, not again. And then all of a sudden, everything just the shield around the Countess pops and the energy starts swirling faster and faster back into the canopic jar until Ariella is recontained inside. Blackbirds, jar, scarper. Um, you turn back to look, and you see that all the guards have them at sword point. <laughs> Sorry. Don't tell me you got distracted watching the show. Uh, well, I mean, you did say it was a spectacular show. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I thought I was working with professionals. Come now, is this our first deity fight? Okay, it's fine. You have my friends. It's all... Like, like, Percival slowly inching towards the canopic jar. <laughs> Agria Rivers and Fiona Porter rush over to the Countess. Um, you can see the Countess is sort of weakly whispering things. She points at uh, the Baron and says immediately, Seize him! Two of the big guys grab him, although he's not in any condition to move at the moment. And then they, uh, they point at you and say, Don't move! Okay, okay, fine. You've saved our lady's life. Well, yes, that was the point. No, you truly saved it in ways you don't even understand. Okay, now I'm confused. Was the bird not killing her? <laughs> <laughs> no, she wasn't killing her. She was saving her. Look, I could smell the stench of poison the minute we walked in here. That countess was poisoned. And the Baron happened to be carrying an antidote. Of course, that makes all sense, Fiona Porter says. The Baron Consell's idiotic nephew is next in line for the title of the Count of Largo. She dies, he stands to inherit the puppet strings. Why wouldn't Ariella want me to give her the antidote? And why did the antidote make her go back? Oh, they're not bonded. Correct. <laughs> the Countess was drawing upon the, the possibility of becoming bonded to protect herself, preserve her life. We interrupted that bonding process. Also, the poison was interrupting the bonding process. So either way, Bird would have gone back to the job. No, I imagine that had it had a chance, the Countess would have been nothing more than a shell, a breathing body with no soul left. Oh, like the Beatles! I suppose. In, in an odd way, it would have been ideal for someone like us. The ability to traverse through the world without anyone without another mortal mind to contend with. negotiating with us. I understand quite well, my old friend Huzu. 
<laughs> she's gonna be mad for the next 3,000 years that we ruined her sweet ride. Especially since she was a powerful countess. Oh man, she could have done so much with that. Um, may I request this jar as a reward? <laughs> You'll stay put until we get all this mess sorted out. It's kind of a life or death situation here. <laughs> <laughs> So, over the next few hours, things um, come to a conclusion here. The Ballantrop police and royal guard were called in as soon as the word of the bootcutter attack got a little bit more widespread. The bootcutters were either dispatched, killed, or captured. Easily. Uh, the party was immediately cancelled and everybody scarpered off. Um, Extra guards from the uh, King's Guard were placed at the holes in the wall to prevent anything else from entering. The Baron Consell um, was placed in, uh, was arrested by the Ballantrop police. And now you find yourself sitting at a table with the beautiful Countess, along with the Blackbirds. Ah, well, um, allow me to formally introduce myself. I am the Countess Minuet Lago. Um, in honor, your grace. Um, may I have the name of the one who saved my life? Oh, this is always the part where I hesitate. <laughs> you see, Crumpet, many a time people say they're going to reward you, and they'll say things like, the man who saved my life, but then really they also have a tabulation of all the crimes you committed in the process. Yes, but if you use Mr. Cabbage's name and she gives He'll you an honor- He'll get lauded, I know. <laughs> this is the quandary, Crumpet. <laughs> This is my internal turmoil. Shouldn't you have a third alias ready for something like this? I suppose. I am Percival Q. Stalwart, Master of the Arcane Arts. Are you happy? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Stalwart, you have my utmost thanks. And you, young man. Oh, um, Crumpet Q. Crumpet. (laughs) What's a Q stand for? Um... Questionable middle name. Very good, sir. <laughs> Trumpet, what a delightful name. And yeah. your three ruffian friends here? We're not uh, talking. <laughs> <laughs> They're not talking. But I'm sure I you s- you're if the if the allegations are true, you're quite unfortunately cursed with wit and cunning. So I'm sure you can put two and two together. Yes, I believe after a conversation I had with my friend Miss Porter that I am able to deduce a few many things here. But I suppose I owe you an explanation, at the very least, of the events of tonight. Oh, did your friend mention me at all? My friend? Miss Porter. Um, she did say she knew you as a, uh, inspector cabbage of the communications department. Ah, so she did recognize me. Unfortunate. You may continue. <laughs> well, as um, as my dear friend deduced, um, the Baron Consell is a distant relation of mine, and through the technicalities of uh, hereditary, um, his nephew, um, a second or third cousin of mine, would uh, stand to inherit the title and the lands and all within should I pass away. Uh, the Baron, I suppose is a cunning and evil man, although I didn't know it. He's been very kind to me the last few years since my father passed. I suppose it was all to set me up. He wanted to see me in the audience chamber this evening when I thought I thought to give me good advice about, you know, the upcoming situation. 
about the party, about trying to choose a husband. Then he poisoned me. And in that desperation, I did reach out to Ariella, whom I've had um, something of a relationship with. She's been helping me uh, make my moves and make decisions about who I should marry and that sort of thing. But um, she offered to become bonded with me, but I, I don't know. There's something about it I was hesitant about, even though, to be fair, it is what my father wanted. Your father wanted you to bond? Well, I don't know if he wanted me to bond, but he used to be part of a group that wanted to gain the powers of the lost civilization. Yes, I'm aware. Well, when he passed, he, um, on his deathbed, he told me all about it and said that if I wanted to protect myself, the best thing would to do would to be to follow through and uh, collect my reward, he said. I was wondering how you got involved with all that mess on the Heliolathe. Oh, I was there, just in case you're yeah. wondering. <laughs> I imagine you must have been, since you two also possess some of the deities. Yes. Well, in any case, um, I thank you for saving me, uh, from the poison, that is. And from Ariella, I assure you. Yes, I... I do believe that matter is something that I should be saved from as well. She makes a nodding motion to Agria Rivers. Agria makes a, motion, a nodding motion to someone else. Uh, they walk out and present you with a canopic jar. Percival takes off his hat, makes a motion like he's putting the canopic jar into the hat, even though it is far too large. But it looks <laughs> like it's going in. And then he places the hat back on top of his head, and the jar is gone. Oh, marvelous. Clap, 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 clap. Meanwhile, Crumpet is very quietly and carefully moving a canopic jar underneath his chair. <laughs> <laughs> I trust you'll keep it safe and put an end to this business. It's the whole reason that I'm here. I thought maybe that was the case. I was hoping it would be. Um, my captain of the guard does not trust you and says that I should not give you such things, that perhaps you have evil intent, but I... I have a sense about you, Mr. Mr. Stalwart. I think you, I think you have a good heart. Oh, that's just the adrenaline in your blood. <laughs> now, am I to understand that it is also you who caused my walls to be destroyed? Oh, heavens no. As I heard it, it was some mis malfunctioning fireworks that were installed by your captain of the exterior. He planned yes. on making a grand romantic gesture for you, you know. She sighs. Yes, I, I know. Not so why sure would that be my fault? Am I to be blamed for every love-struck gentleman? Agri Rivers takes a step forward. Careful. I don't wish to prolong this any further. If you are trying to end what my father and his compatriots started, then I don't want to stand in your way. I won't be pressing charges or le even letting anybody know that you were here. I very much appreciate that, Your Excellency. And goodness knows, I have the money to repair the wall, don't I? Um, oh yes, Miss Porter said you're quite well off. As for your... Friends here. My butler has uh, made an inventory of items that have gone missing. <laughs> he oh, I'm sure they can sort that out. She hands you uh, to the list and you see there's like check marks next to some items. The checked marked items are of some sentimental value and I would prefer they stay here. The others I believe I could find myself replacing. I believe we shall start scouring the grounds for your missing items post-haste. <laughs> I would greatly appreciate it. He bows. Very deep, sweeping bow. Um, very well. 
Um, don't take this the wrong way, Mr. Stalwart, but I... You hope you never see me again. Or, if I do, perhaps only in an entertainment function? Oh, that's a much nicer farewell than I normally get. Yes, I'd quite <laughs> enjoy that. <laughs> Great. Well, if you're in town for my next party, please do make yourself available. Most certainly, Your Excellency. Uh, compatriots, I believe we should begin searching for the sentimental items. But, thunk, crow punches them in the arm. <laughs> Ow! The blackbirds wordlessly get up and walk out of the room, as do you and Crumpet. Raven goes over the list, makes the boys unload the checkmarked items. <laughs> they just leave them in an unceremonious pile right there on the <laughs> front steps. Well, still came off with a good haul. Not bad partnership there. Yes, considering you did not fulfill any of your agreements. Well, Magpie did. Actually, Magpie was the most prolific performer of the lot of you. Does that mean I get a treat later? Yes, Magpie. What kind of treat do you enjoy? Oh, um, puddings, please. Do you want some more gross fish on top of them? No, just regular puddings, please. Ah, good. Quite much more easy to procure. So, um, are you interested in extending this partnership a little further? I have eight more heists. That's the truth of it. We happen to be pretty good at heists. So long as there's a fair bit of extraneous bubbles we might walk off with. Naturally. Now that you've seen what the unbonded can achieve, I imagine yes. the others won't be so hesitant to grasp onto the power. I just want to make sure you're aware of the full danger that you'll be in. Well, can't we just, uh, you know, use that one? <laughs> talking about the other canopic jar. Oh, heavens no. Oh, come on, I could do it. No, you couldn't. The Countess is a lady of great mental fortitude. Let him do it. I want to see him turn into a gibbering mess. Jahal, I need crow. <laughs> Fine. Right. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll just, uh, I'll just skip it. It's good. I'm fine. But you still may use my apartment as a base if you so desire. Right. Well, we've got to go visit our fence first and then uh, we'll see you there later. Do you have to report back to your headquarters at all? We will. Don't worry about it. Not something you have to think about. It might be in time. Don't worry. There's going to be no conflict of interest there. Very good. And with that, the blackbirds zip off into the night. You and Crumpet are escorted to the front gate. They close behind you, and you're just sort of standing on the street. Well, let's just see if there's any pudding shops open before we get home. Oh, I'm very tired, Mr. Percy. I know. You did very well, Crumpet. And we got a canopic jar. Right, the first one. Do you think they'll all be this difficult? I imagine they'll be much worse. <laughs> oh no. No point in lying to you, my boy. Well, if I have to battle the deities with long forgotten civilization, I'd have no one I'd rather do it with than you, Mr. Percy. Oh, Crumpet, I'm touched. This never would have been possible without you. I know, Mr. Percy. And Jahal. <laughs> and Percy and Crumpet walk off into the Ballantrop streets searching for pudding at the end of the first heist. <laughs> so, did I do anything that surprised you? Um, Considering you had a plan of what I was going to do. <laughs> no, I mean, I, um, it went, I was very nervous about this setup. I wasn't sure if this was going to work. I think it worked pretty well. It did. It worked very well, and I, I enjoyed it. Um, what's interesting, <clears throat> of course, is that um, after I had your plan, what I had to do was write down what was happening at each phase of the plan um, mm -hmm. based upon other background information that you didn't uncover. 
Hey everyone, so uh, Matt and I actually spent a bunch of time talking about a bunch of stuff at this point, and then um, listening back to it now, I realize it reveals way too much, so I'm just going to delete it, and here we go back to the original recording in 3, 2, 1. But overall, I thought it went really well. Um, yeah. I think this, I think the three-phase thing works. I'm happy mm -hmm. about it, um, which is good, because we have to do it a few more times. <laughs> Eight more times. Uh, yeah. So. Cool. Anyway. What else is going on? Well, um, you can always contact us on Twitter, at least for now. I don't know what we're going to do with Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for now, we're still on Twitter at SilZeroChris. That's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. And I'm at SilZeroMatt. That's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O-M-A-T-T. And, of course, our personal ones is uh, I'm at IngDaydreams. I'm at the brother Matt one uh, and of course, on those, you can find out about my other projects, my writing, as well as uh, my Twitch streaming. Did some Elden Ring literally before we recorded. Um, so, you know, I'm trying to get back into that that uh, grind a little bit. And that's at twitch.tv slash ingdaydreams. I'm at twitch.tv slash the brother Matt. I'll get back to it sometime. Um, and of course, for extra bonus content like Chit Chat with Chris and Matt, this show that happens after the other show, and additional fun things that I do, that is at patreon.com slash zero. Get all the bonus content for $5 a month, or, you know, you can you can do less if you just want to hang out in the Discord, which is a super fun place with very nice people. And that's all we got for today. Until next time, may the sun always rise over pleasant waters. May the sun never set on the Bartonian Empire. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> Hold on. Something didn't get saved. The ancient Egyptian chipmunk deity. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. You shall die. What is the stylization of a countess, actually? I don't know. I don't know. I know that Duke is Grace. I guess Lady. My Lady. Uh, let's see. Etiquette. What? Etiquette dictates that you would address a countess as your excellency? <laughs> well, that could make sense. Uh, it's an honor, your excellency. You could also refer to her by Lady Courtesy or Madam. Hmm. Lady Courtesy? Yeah. Huh. Oh, no. I'm sorry. If, it's, if you're addressing the countess in formal speech or writing... Hmm. Uh, eh, whatever.